to get with the programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. And this is analyzing the programming, the 2014 CrossFit Regionals. And Bill, if we had a trend, Dave Castro planted his foot in the sand and said, pivot. (laughs) (laughs) We had it all. Did you work really hard to get strong? Yeah, we have it all figured out. That doesn't matter. We got it all figured (laughs) out, guys. We cracked the Castro code. Dave's like, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh. So what is that? Ned, what is no, that? <laughs> what is that? No, you didn't. That character in Jurassic Park, Ned, or not Ned, um, the Newman character from Seinfeld. You know what I'm talking? Uh, oh yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. fat techie. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Didn't uh, say uh, the magic uh, word. Uh, uh, uh. uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you worked all that overtraining and volume of strength and barbells and whatever, and then Dave's like, ha. Gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take some of that. How's that squat? How's that Smoloff doing? Here's oh my gosh! <laughs> Here's some handstand walk. Smoloff. Gosh. Yeah, we should go through and just like the top five most detrimental strength training programs ever created. Dude. That was not made. Well, I'll say this: that was not designed for CrossFitters. That. Yeah. Totally. Right? I mean, because guess what, man? Like you, you will get strong. Yeah. If you want to get, get strong. strong and only squat. That's it. Nothing else in your life but revolve around squat. Yeah, go for a small off. <laughs> Dude, I mean, it's it's aggressive. Man. Even the small it, off it junior its part. broke me off. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, this is the Analyzing the Program episode of the 2014 Regionals. He's already done 10, 11, 12, 13. And this is year, what, four? 10, 11, 12, 13, yeah. four, fifth, five. Fifth. Counting. Fifth Math. But uh, I'm excited to get into this. But hey, how was your weekend? Dude, my weekend was good. I saw some my photos. Good, yeah. You out there so, in the jet skis? Oh man, I tell you what, I. So I, I don't know if this is a thing. Like I don't think that I have like a midlife crisis necessarily. I, I mean, I, I didn't go out and buy a Corvette or what, something like that. You know? Yeah. You know. But my world now is okay. So. It's very tiny homish and I'm into that whole scene. So like I sold my condo, paid off all my debts, all that kind of stuff for my, you know, my oldest daughter went to school. Um, she's in Oregon now, Oregon state. Oh, she's at I'm Oregon youngest. state. Yeah. Oregon state. Oh, yeah. cool. So, um, so she's that, that's what she's, this is her first year there. She's kind of bounced around a little bit, but that's what she is. This is what she's doing her thing. Oh, good for my her. Youngest daughter is six. So she's, you know, little thing. <sighs> six. So I did, I, I kind of, jumped on like the Rory McKernan train and I'm like, I want to save some money. Of course, I didn't know COVID was coming up and I sold all my stuff and bought a trailer, a travel trailer. It's a mm-hmm. 31 foot uh, Jayco and I renovated the whole inside. And so that is now my house. So it looks nice. Tiny, which I love, man. Like for me and my daughter, when I have her, it's perfect. Like I, I realize that I don't need a lot of stuff and I don't have to do like yard work. Picking weeds or anything like that. It's just cool. The vast yards that reside in Southern California. Yeah, you know, totally. (laughs) So, anyway, I got my tiny home. And then um, when my dad passed away, one of the things, one of the toys that he had, and my mom's like, get this thing out of my garage because I'm not going to use it, is their Wave Runner. And he took impeccable care of it. So, uh, like he was extremely OCD about taking care of things, which is which is cool. And this year was the exact same year that I got um, that we had when I was in the fire department, and we built the jet ski program, the the uh, surf oh, boat yeah, rescue yeah, yeah. program. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
so it, you know, so I already had a lot of skills with that. And, and obviously my dad always only ever took it in the, in the lake. Um, and I, when I brought it out here, my mom let me take it. I was like, oh yeah. So dude, I've taken the thing in the ocean so many times. I feel like so every I've weekend my I see you out, there. out My girlfriend out. It's dude. It is so fun. So I'm like tiny home life, tiny <laughs> house, tiny boat, tiny life. It's good. It looks great, man. You look happy. I'm happy it's for so you. Fun. I'm it's happy so fun. for you. It's like a motorcycle out on the ocean. Yeah, dude, Wave Run. What have you seen? Um, have you seen Loki yet? The miniseries. I have it, but I want to. Is it good? Okay, yeah, it's good. But uh, Owen Wilson, his character is he's like this time detective or whatever, and he uh, he's obsessed with the jet ski. Oh, he's man. like he's like modern innovation and functionality come together in one perfect symbiotic <laughs> moment known as the jet ski. And I was like, you know what? You're not wrong. It's true. It's man. it's so simple. Yeah. It, and it's perfect. Yeah. I I love jet skis. Dude, it's so fun. I will say this though. The the videos that uh so Laura, my girlfriend, that that she put together, I'm like, wow, that makes it look very like I'm just out there like, all right, here we go. Yeah. She puts it together and it's like pictures of birds and the cool waves breaking in the I'm like, you make it look so serene. Well, yeah, that's, that's Laura's vibe though. <laughs> Dude, totally. No, no. She, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's totally her thing. But it was just super fun. I, we have a, we have a blast, man. It's so fun on that, that thing. I think yeah. it's so fun. Oh, so yeah. Fun. I yeah. think, uh, Good weekend. growing up, you know, we, we didn't, we went to the lake a lot, you know, growing up in Arizona, it's like, that's yeah. what you did. You go to lakes. Right? Yeah. That's why, hot. why your dad had a jet ski. Right. And, um, you know, we do pontoon boats, ski boats, but when we got the jet skis out, it was, I'm not going to come in until this thing runs out of gas. <laughs> like, and all it is is figure eight. So that's all you're going to do. Yeah. I'm going to follow this boat so I can not hop its weight because I'm a <laughs> pussy, <laughs> but I'm going to get behind it. Like I'm going to, <laughs> but I, yeah, oh, I think, man. um, you know, as you get older and you know, our family grows and. We're like, okay, you know, maybe we'll get some toys. And it's like, never buy a boat. Get a friend who has a boat, rent a boat. But I'm like, well, maybe we could get some jet skis. Just a pair. I tell you what. A little his they're and not, hers. They're not that expensive. I mean, you can get, some people take some really good care of their stuff. So, I mean, you can get an older one that's like a yeah. decent price. But it, dude, I will tell you. I feel like the maintenance is low. Yeah, it's The not cost to fix isn't that high. Mm -mm. The storage is easy. Very simple machines. Yeah. Just I will say this. If you haven't seen a jet ski really function, um, there's a there's a, a series on, I think it's on HBO, um, called 100 Foot Wave. Oh, I've only uh, seen uh, bits uh, and pieces of that, but it looks Nazare. insane. Yeah, where they're towing guys into 60, 70, 80, 90 foot waves on a jet ski. Dude. And to watch how those guys operate, like I just, I'm not even watching, like me personally, I'm, the surfing is rad. It's amazing. It's, it's ungodly. I can't even fathom it, but I'm watching the, the guys operate the skis. Yeah. And I don't know how they do it. Man. It is <laughs> unreal, but yeah. cool stuff. Cool that, stuff. That is cool. Well, if you're in a midlife crisis like Bill, <laughs> and, you, and you want a little fountain of youth in your morning, let's talk about Bub's Naturals. Bub's Naturals, <laughs> your morning MCT oil powder, your collagen protein, your apple cider vinegar gummies they have a new fountain of youth formula drink as well just everything you need to kick the morning off right it has now just become my morning routine but something i actually look forward to so when i have to coach the early morning class i'm not as upset when i'm setting my coffee the next the night before 
And then I come down to this nice aroma of freshly brewed coffee in my living room. And then I yeah. open the ca- cu- cupboard. It's, we have cupboards still these days, right? Cupboard. A cupboard. <laughs> Take out my tub of MCT oil powder, some collagen protein, and in the darkness, just make that smooth, creamy goodness. Drive to the you gym. Have, you have like the oven light on, just the. Just oh the yeah, I like <laughs> it's basically if my kitchen just had a night light. light. Yeah, just yep, a one yep. bulb. <laughs> and just sit there in quiet and just blending it up, and then driving to the gym. It's just wonderful, absolutely nice. wonderful. And if you guys don't have your morning routine set, go to bubsnaturals.com. Use the code GetWith20 for twenty percent off everything they have on the site. That goes for apparel, mugs, the hand mixer. MCT oil powder, collagen protein powder, gummies, apple cider vinegar, and the Fountain of Youth formula. Get on there. Use the code. Save yourself some money. Take that money you save. Go to element26.co. Element26.co is the official accessory supplier of Get With The Programming. Thumb tape has been coming in handy. Like I said, I'm, I'm slowly getting back into some training. My hands are getting like worn in my calluses are growing and the unfortunate thing is i had a workout yesterday that 100 had 100 toes to bar in it and a couple people ripped you know that happens and what element 26 just came out with is a new thing called rip repair rip repair so you know new skin yeah new skin that that's old school crossfit like well it was super glue right super glue was like i would say 2006 to 2009 and then 2010 to 2000 now was like new skin. Rip repair, three times stronger than new skin. Less sting, more stay. So if you rip your hands and in 60 seconds, you put this rip repair on your callus in your rip, totally sealed, and then you're good to go the next day. It is unbelievable. So good. go to Element 26. If you got the grips and you forgot them and you rip, get their rip repair. Go to element26.co. Use the code GETWITH15. For 15% off all U.S. orders, again, take the money you save from Bubs, use it at Element 26, and then you save even more money. And then we have the Wadproof app, which I've been using. Mm. I'm going to start posting some videos of my fitnessing. I've been, I've been yeah, doing some recording. You. Yeah, I'm going I'm to post some videos. And uh, I've been using the Wadproof app. So it's this nice full circle of support that we have going on. It- and the Wadproof app, they have a lot of cool things going on, too. So not only do can you do the video um, recording like that so you can post some cool stuff up online, make your Instagrams look amazing, make yourself look like an amazing athlete with all your cool videos, but they also have uh, competition-type things, community-type stuff. So they're doing a thing right, actually right now with NoCo. Um, and NoCo, if you don't know what that is, that's kind of the, the budding brewing um, no carb drink of the no code, no carb company, um, that they've teamed up with and they're doing just like a community, uh, competition. So I think they have like three events that you can do, get on there, uh, join the Wadproof app, join the no code challenge, and then you compete with the other people that are on there and they have prizes that are up there for, for everyone that, that's in that group. And if you really want to up your game, you can sign up for their pro pack, which is all access to all of the different programs that they have online. They have all kinds of templated programs for you to get better at whatever it is you might want to get better at. So if it's rowing, if it's lifting, if it's gymnastics, if it's just being better when you're older, whatever the case may be, um, they have all those uh, programs on there for you. And if you go for just solo, I mean, I'm talking not, not any codes at all. It's only $9.99 a month. But 
if you're one of our cool people and you use our code get with then you get a 20% off the three month uh, subscription of that. And then you just get to become part of the awesome group. Cause I will tell you, if you use your bubs to get yourself ready, mm -hmm. if you tape up your thumbs and you grip your hands and you put on strap on your belt, mm -hmm. and you jump into these, you know, community programs and training templates that are on there, you will become an all around badass athlete. And that's, <laughs> that's all. That's what it's all about, man. That's what it's just all about. Get yourself better. That's right. Get with, get better, use our discounts, do yourself a favor. You're going to get it. Look, you're going to buy it anyways. You're going to do it anyway. You're going to buy it anyways. You, you want discount. that stuff in your coffee. You want the accessories to make yourself better and more versatile and cross it. You want an app to, you know, you're going to have the video for the open, which is coming up in February. And we're in the peak off-season online qualifier time oh, of the year. So many out right you're now. You're going to get it anyways. You might as well get with. The percentage discounts that we have for you guys. So thank you to our partners of the show as we get set for the 2014 CrossFit Regionals Analyzing the Programming Edition. And Bill, as we said at the top of the show, the last two years, high volume, heavy mm. weights. Heavy. Lots of pulling from the floor. Yeah. A lot of pulling from the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Especially last the year before. And yeah. this year... We do a lot of gymnastics, and as we go through, we have another seven-event regional, three on Friday, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. And we're going to go event by event and just analyze what went down in 2014. And 2014 was a year that'll stick out for you, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had basically, a... <laughs> basically ended my open, my, my youth competition <laughs> yeah and we'll we'll get to that event about midway through the weekend exactly. and as we turn our eyes to 2014 event number one we start right off the bat by hitting the lift and it's a one rep max hang squat snatch so you got to take the bar off the floor from the hang position, now did it, did it have to be above the knee? Was that the rule, or did it yeah, matter? Yeah, you had to start above the knee. Okay, you had to you had to start at a standing position, and then you can generate your power as long as the bar didn't go below your knee. Okay, and so you had to start there, and you had two minutes. No, sorry, not two minute transition was after this. There was three attempts, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so you and had they two went in like a conga line for your first attempt. And then you had four minutes to work. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't like athlete go, athlete go. People were just working. No, they're just going. So, yeah, yeah. Two minutes to load your barbell and attempt the first lift. You Okay, so you had, oh, you only had two attempts. No, no, three. No, you had three attempts. Two minutes, two minutes, and two minutes. Yeah. But you can only have one attempt within those two-minute time frames. You couldn't just, like, lift a bunch of times in those two minutes. Yep. And uh, I remember that kind of like what we had in the overhead squat, just a unique little rules and movement regulations to really throw a wrench in a lot of people's game plans. Totally. It's like, okay, you only have three lifts, a lot like we see in traditional Olympic weightlifting, right? You only get three. You don't get multiple attempts. So if you miss your first one and your second one, you have to hit the third one. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe you were not allowed to go down. 
Let's see. Uh, let me look. I don't remember. Yeah. Each athlete will begin empty barbell, stack of plates. Yep. May not may not de- may not decrease the weight after a failed attempt. Yes. So you better get the first one. But you got to get your first one. <laughs> and we saw that a lot. And a lot of times when you put a make or miss, make or break rule in there, it really throws some people off that can't handle pressure like that and being such a i would say technical lift like there's no room for error especially just from the hang yeah and and again this is this was very uh it's still relatively new from your warm-up time to your actual performance time so yeah you have three attempts yes you're going to be able to build up to that but there that you know when you're when you're warming up and you're in the warm-up area and you're hitting some heavy lifts and then all of a sudden you take 10, sometimes 15 minutes between that lift yeah. and the next time you go and you're, you're not in the mode, you're, you know, all of a sudden now you're, you're not thinking lifting, you're, you're, you're corralled up with your group, you're walked out onto the floor, you're sitting out there, you're looking at the crowd, you're looking around, your, your focus switches. And so it's a, it's, it's, it was new to be able to try to pull yourself back in and really rally yourself for something heavy. I mean, to go heavy, we've done, we've done the movements before we've done it before. Yeah. Uh, but it's the, now it's the, the weight that people are really being able to move. Like we're getting some strong athletes now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like 2000, 2009 where everyone right. was doing the snatch and was like, you know, if you hit 185 pounds, you were a badass. You were the you man. I mean? So, um, and now if you do that, you're not even the lady. Jeez, seriously, I know. 185 is pedestrian. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you think, too, is uh, we go back to, if we go back to regionals, really when it got standardized, 2011, we had a thruster ladder. 2012, you had the snatch ladder. 2013, you had the three-rep overhead squat. And now we have another snatch. So this is the third year where we've had some type of overhead strength portion Oh, yeah. Whether it be a snatch over an overhead squat. Well, and then you also got to you got to put on top of that just the first first event anxiety jitters. Oh, nerves. You know, it's like you would rather have something you can just go out and blast out real fast and, and kind of get yourself into the game. Mm-hmm. You get to start with a super technical, heavy, don't f it up, lift right. event. Oh, and welcome to the regionals. Okay, let's see. Where you yeah, go. right. Yeah, like, oh, exactly. That, I mean, that that could mentally blow some people up if they don't. If they have a bad lift, then the rest of the competition, they're like, "Oh my, well, it's I'm over." Screwed. Yeah, done. So, I mean, there was there was a lot. There was a lot more than just the lift. But I, I think it's a really unique way to start it off. We're going strength. We're going technical. We're going to check your flexibility. We're going to check your mobility, your stability, mm-hmm. your mentality, your physicality. Damn, all those words. This is good. I think the hard part, too, is that since it wasn't like um, you lift, I lift, we lift line, there was also the you had no idea what yeah. other people were doing. Game. Right. <laughs> it was hard and to so game it. Yeah. there was another element. It's like, OK, how heavy do I go? I don't know what anybody else has done and I can't afford to get 15th in this event. Yeah. Right? Like the way it is now, like a 15th place, because this is still points per place format. Yep. You. You you can't afford one of those if you're trying to get to the CrossFit Games, right? There's more pressure at regionals than there is the CrossFit Games. And at regionals, it's like, yeah. I got to get in the top three because there's nothing I want more in my life than to make the CrossFit Games for all these athletes, save for maybe a handful. 
at the CrossFit Games, like, well, I mean, I'm here. <laughs> I made right? it. I made it. And then for a few people, it's trying to get on the podium. But that's that's really right. it. And so the pressure at regionals was a real thing. And only having three attempts, not knowing where everybody was, yeah. the the fear of bombing out. Oh man! And then you go from like all the all the things that you just said that was the hang snatch as far as the technicals aspect. You rest two minutes, and then you go to a max distance handstand walk. This is the first time we've had handstand walks at regionals. Which is kind of funny to say, because now it's just like whatever. (laughs) Now we're walking over like (laughs) obstacles and staircases and ramps and whatever. But like here it was max distance, but the failure element was thrown out there because it was a hundred. I think the course was 120 feet. Right. I believe. And you had one attempt to walk as far as you could. You had three minutes also. So there was there was a time cap. But if you got to the other end, you could come down and then kick back up. But if you walked and you fell in the first 10 feet, done. Done. Yeah. Not how far can you get in three minutes. That's way easier. As soon as you kick up, you are set. And there's no safety net. <laughs> so I think this was probably the most high-pressured, stressful start to regionals ever. The first two events, man. In Both the of first them, two events it, it are not are not. It's not who is the fittest athlete. Right. It's who can handle the pressure. Yeah. Like I, I mean, you can be good at handstand walks, but it's very easy to lose your balance. And if you don't think you're going to walk very far, you're not walking very far. Yep. Like there's so much self confidence needed in both of these events to start. I mean, to come right out of the gate. Uh, there's so there is so much more than what you know, with those, with those two events, which seem very simple. Um, but the on the mental aspect of this competition it starts off in a completely different vein, completely different. Yeah, vein. yeah I thought it was cool because these yeah. are, these are elements you should test, right? Strength, yeah. high skill gymnastics, isolated. We saw that last year. We did the overhead squat and the ring, uh, the burpee ring muscle ups. This is not unfamiliar testing, right? But the way that these are structured, where there is, if you miss, if you have one little mistake, your weekend could be over, over. Well, yeah, we took what happened to Sam Briggs, right? <laughs> yeah, she didn't go back, right? I mean, that this was a big contention. How could you? How could you not let her come back? Because of this one event. Right. Because of a handstand that, walk. Because of a handstand. I mean, and, and it's, it's funny because you'll see, we've seen that argument, you know, different iterations of it, but that particular argument so many different times in mm-hmm. the CrossFit competition. Even career. to this like, day. Just, just a, yeah, totally. I mean, how can you cut, how can you say that this person shouldn't go because of this event? How can this one thing keep this person out? And yeah. this kept sam out right and then it you know got into the whole okay well they're going to do the wild card is cross going to invite her anyway oh, yeah are they right? going to let anyone come back is it a, is that even a legal thing to do that they used did the to wrong, did the wrong people did the right people go to the games because of this event or mm-hmm. did the wrong people go to the games because of this event it, i mean it was oh yeah it was, i mean it was what? a we, lot of hype we had it brooke wells and stepping on a line at the cross the games in 2019 and she didn't she got cut because of that, right? And so yeah. this argument has been happening the, the entire time. I, a question for you is, how do you like the first two events and the rules that they had with them? 
Um, I like that they, I like that CrossFit was trying to get, they stepped up the, we're going to be very professional and we're going to, I mean, they laid out rules, which yeah. is the, like, they, we didn't, they didn't do that a lot before. They, they kind of would, but I don't think that they really, I don't think they didn't pull their head back far enough to see, okay, like how much wiggle room is going to be in there. So they needed to come up with some very specific rules and I actually like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the more, the more in the box you can make it, the less variables are moved out. Sure. And then the more, the, the more fair the race is. Yeah. So now you, you, you've, you've made your, your game, your, uh, competition floor, much more consistent across the board and across all the athletes that are going to be competing with that. I see that. So, yeah, I, uh, I liked the hang squat snatch one rep every two minutes. I like that. If you don't get it, then you're done. Yeah. Fine with that. That's part of it. I think the handstand walk standard is like, if you came down, then you were over. I think they could have done without that one and just let people walk for three minutes as far as they could. I, I would have yeah, been okay it, with that. But the first time they put handstand walking in the games, it was just like this. Uh, you're right. 2011. Walk so, as far I mean, as you can until a, you come down. It was yeah, a remnant okay. of that. Do they have any in 2012? Any handstand walks? Uh, At the games? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. I can't remember them having a handstand walk event at the CrossFit Games. Okay. Well, let me, uh, let me backtrack that because you make a great point. Sure. The only handstand walk experience we have in CrossFit competition was a one attempt for max distance until you came down. Yeah. So this was something that we have experience with. Totally. All right. I take it back. I'm okay. And, I, and I did not like it. I would have, it would have been more, well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm well, fine. It's hard I'm fine with it. It's like, if you don't say that, yeah. then you get the Matt Fraser versus uh, Justin, Justin Medeiros handstand race. And it made it more kind of fun to watch as a spectator. You're like, are they going to fall? <laughs> well, and I, I mean, like the pressure you know, the put strat- on the athletes. The strategies are different. Yeah, but I think, you're right. I think that the, yeah, between the two, it was not just can you do the activity, yeah. but can you mentally handle the pressure with that activity? Okay. I don't even, I mean, no, you're look, right. I, maybe, maybe that wasn't even part of it. Who knows? But it, it seems to me that that's the way it's lining up. Well, you did it, right? How was it for you? It was pressure. It was, oh my God, I got to, okay, I got to make these weights. I hope that it's good enough to be able to hang in there. Shoot. It wasn't good enough or it was good for me, but I know that what that is compared to the rest of the field. Now yeah. I have to handstand walk. I'm okay, but I don't want to do, I don't want to like get totally last. So you're, I mean, there were, there were athletes that would lift big and walk short which was like, kind of the point right you gotta you gotta totally. have both and you gotta be able to have both and this was there was the element and i remember the discussion started really happening 2013 2014 2015 was why are they putting these events in there and it's like go back to crossfit.com mm-hmm. and see what they're programming right and there was a, that particular year there was a lot of handstand walks that was in the program i remember having to go back and look at that when we were talking about this in the game some of the other analyzing that we did for commentary and handstand walking was in there a bunch it, so it's like it's a thing hey, all of you guys that are doing all of these other programming not doing crossfit programming right you're missing the crossfit competition part like <laughs> right it, it's in there it's in there 
So it was. Uh, you're right. You're right. I mean, it was there. I mean, you yeah. Gotta, if you gotta, you're gotta listen, keep your eye on the dot com. You one hundred percent. Got to keep your eye on it. Yeah. Maybe not between the year 2019 and 2020. Someone else was in charge of that. And it was awful. But they're well, no they're longer. Not have milk, they're no longer a part of the company, so we don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, you know what? Yeah, I I take it back. I go. when now that I look at it, because you know, I, I actually I was doing team this year. Was I doing team? Yeah, I was doing team this year. And it was fun to watch. But we had the same constraints on team. It was the same yeah. same events. Yeah. Um, that was good. Okay, so we've tested a max technical lift. We've tested a high-skill gymnastic. And then almost an inverse of what we saw in 2013, where it started with a classic triplet. Now we have Nasty Girls version 2, three rounds, 50 pistols alternating, seven muscle-ups, 10 hang power cleans, 175 and 115. Interesting weight choices here. Now, Nasty Girls originally is 50 air squats, seven muscle-ups, and 10 hang power cleans at 135 and 95. In fact, we just did that recently at the gym. Um, This version, I know they tried to, like, make it 2.0, but they only 2.0'd, like, one of the three movements. (laughs) And they basically like they they five would one of the moves. They were like, "All right, air squats, pistols." I'm like, "So are we going to do less?" Absolutely not. Nope. We'll do 150 of them. <laughs> right. It's like okay, 2012, we're doing 50 pistols. 2013, 100 pistols. 2014, 150 pistols. I'm like, I do not like this trend. <laughs> or like 20 year 2021, 2,000 pistols for time. <laughs> totally. <laughs> And the ring muscle-ups, they kept it at seven. And then the hang power cleans, 175 and 115 were the weights. This was almost a cool concept, but the other, the muscle-ups and hang power cleans were even more irrelevant than they were in regular Nasty Girls. This was straight pistols. If you had pistols, totally, you, you win. Yeah. And... Depending on the judge that you had. Oh yeah. Oh man. I dude, I got I got hammered. Really? On this one. I had Connor Martin was my judge. Oh, don't throw him under the bus like that. No, no, no. <laughs> I no, I'm not throwing him under the bus. Oh, you mean I he mean, was a great he, judge. He Others didn't have as good as of a judge. judge. Got it, got he it. He was got on it. me as a judge. Okay. I mean, he so here's how and I'm good with pistols. I, I like I mean I got great range of motion. I yes, can do all that. You and do. so he nailed me right out of the gate with like no rep, no rep, no rep. And I was like, Oh, okay. Damn. So I'm, I'm like really trying to think and like, all right, am I not standing up? You know, got to make sure you stand. One of the things was you had to stand all the way up before your other foot came oh, down. Okay. So okay. there was like, I yeah, mean, depending I how, and, and if you're racing, you know, you, you, that line can get blurred like speed walking. <laughs> yes. So I'm watching that yet. I'm looking at some of the other guys on either side of me. Yeah, that are not doing that. Like <laughs> they're not going down all the way. They're not coming up all the way. And they're like, they look like those I'm like, Russian dancers that you know uh, the one leg dude. squat hop thing. <laughs> yeah, one, two, I mean, three. One of, one of the guys was one of my own athletes, and I'm like next to him, and he's like, I'm like, you can't go down at all. You're not going down at all, and now you're ten reps ahead of me. Well, yeah. shit. Right. 
And I was like, well, okay, Connor. So why did I have go, to get man. the good It's just judge. me and you now. <laughs> 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 but you're right. This was this was 100% pistols. And I, I'm surprised that they didn't. I mean, I guess isn't athletically. I'm glad that they didn't up the muscle ups, but you would have thought that they would have up the muscle up At number least to 10. make that count to make it count. Right. Because now, I mean, athletes can get in there and do seven unbroken every single time. Like there wasn't an issue there. No. Whereas before when original nasty girls was set up, I mean, granted, we weren't kipping and stuff back in that back in that time. We used to be strict. So you were breaking those muscle ups up and it became, do you have those? That became an issue. Oh, I failed this, muscle ups. Oh man, this whole thing, even like the hang power cleans, like, okay, you know, you up the weight, but yeah. you can, I mean, you can wing that thing around. Like you don't have to be for these athletes. That was not heavy. No, it was, it was only pistols. 10 reps. It was all, pistols. it was all pistols. Yeah. How would you keeping? I, okay. How would you version to this to make it even? What would you do? Um, uh, uh if you okay, if you kept the if you kept the pistols, keep that. I would say and keep we the tried 50, this, you mean? I believe the next year trying to go from uh regular muscle ups to strict muscle ups. Oh. Um which is a very hard yeah. way to do it, but if you could do it, if you could figure out a standard that would fit, then I would say that you make them strict. If you're trying to keep the numbers the same, and then the hang power cleans, I mean, we've already done hang power cleans at 225. Right, thirty you know, of them. Like, if you want to make it heavy, or was it twenty five? I mean, that's it right there. Was it thirty or twenty five? That uh, was thirty. Was it thirty? So I mean, we've done that. So why not do that? In fact, that was pistols and hanging power cleans. That's right. That was rowing pistols and hang power cleans. <laughs> that's right. Let me. I'll, so, I'll pull it up right I, here. It, uh, thirty. I, you had a two k row, so if, fifty pistols, and thirty hang power cleans at two twenty five. And 135, which that needs to be 155. I mean, if you wanted, if, you know, depending on what you're trying to get, like, do you want it to be kind of a slug fest or do you want it to be like where they're speeding through it? Like, what are you trying to get? Um, Here's the thing. Some people had no problem. I, with I, just, I just don't think they don't. Yeah. Totally. No problem. Yeah. But they killed the workout. Whereas, yeah. like, there's nothing else. There's nothing else version two in this. The muscle ups are unchanged, so there's one problem, no. right? Um, I think I would do. Just yeah, I would keep the pistols because there were people that had the capacity to do that, no problem. Even if, even yeah. though it's a lot, but I would have at least bumped the muscle ups to ten at the least. I would almost say. Well, that's what I was saying. And I want to say strict because I did no, ten, not like ten, the way strict. No, plays I'm out. just saying if you're trying to hold the numbers is what I was is what I was saying. No, like revamp it. Trying to hold How the would numbers, you revamp okay. it? No, revamp it. Like what would you do? Oh, like yeah, really? Like would, you have free want, reign. I'd go fifty. I'd go fifty ten. And if you want to keep the weight on the power cleans and those, that has to at least be fifteen. At yeah. least. Um, otherwise, keep the numbers, and I'd go. I I, I like the ten muscle ups because that's thirty. And right, then we already did your thirty on the hang power clean, so it should be fifty. We did thirty 10, last year with burpees. Power cleans at two twenty five. Yes. What if? That actually sounds really fun. Okay, th th here's what I'll do. 
I'll, I'll build off what we've been doing for the last couple of years because there is some there is some thread as the years go on. So I would say 50 alternating pistols, 10 burpee muscle-ups, 10 hang power cleans at 225 and 155. You take your weight that you had in 2012, you take your skill movement that you had in 2013, and now you have a version two of Nasty Girls. That's what I would do. If you were going to make it burpee muscle-ups, then I would just... Oh, but we have burpees after this. Then I would just say... Just make it 10 muscle-ups. It's still not that many. 12 muscle-ups. I was thinking, yeah, I, I like 12. Maybe oh, 12. Even 15. 50, 12, and 10. 225. Yeah. 155. Yeah. Yeah. 50, 12, 10 at 225 and 155. Yeah. That's version two. Because everything else is, it's no change. And it's, yeah, I will say, you know what's hard? Again, this is really no. easy to and say we, eight years later. Not totally. <laughs> right? I mean, Totally. And we have seen version two stuff in other in other events and other CrossFit games. And uh, what was it? Nic- not, um, not Nicole or I mean, even Nancy. Uh, What's the overhead squat one? Is it Nicole? Um, yes, Nicole. It's got to be Nicole. Yeah. It's Nicole Carroll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so overhead squats. Um, we, we've done that a lot of times. And the, the, the problem is, is that you it doesn't say like when you're doing version two, is it supposed to look like it have the same movements of it only? Is it yeah. supposed to just be heavier? Is it supposed to be faster? Is it supposed to be longer? It's like, I think we, I think that when you say version two, that there are some expectations on it. And uh, I mean, I don't know if we necessarily need to put that expectation on there, but yeah, this version fair. two, like I wouldn't have even, I don't know if I would have called it. <laughs> I, don't, I would have I would have given it another name like other like I don't know other other nasties or so, not a version two because it's name, not really a version name two. aside this is still way too weighted on pistols hundred percent no totally right. name aside I agree with that right yeah I agree with that I think to make a balanced triplet after coming off an isolated squat and an ice or isolated strength and an isolated gymnastics if you want something that's classic CrossFit but more, like regional beefed up. You still need, like, this isn't, this miss. This is a miss. This is a miss. I agree. F- fun little workout, and we had some great races throughout the weekend. Yeah. But it's 150 pistols for time. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. But, we, hey, we have our high-volume High-skill squatting gymnastics. You have ring muscle-ups, which is a high-skill pulling and pushing gymnastic. And then you have your hang power cleans, which is just a different barbell movement. 175 and 115, I want to touch on those weights before we get to event number four. Because 175 and 115 really is, I mean, they're kind of close. They're still a little off. Usually it's like (laughs) 165 and 115. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, they're, they're weird. They're weird numbers. Yeah, it was weird. Um, okay, so event three. That was event three. We moved to event number four, and then we have oh, this this guy. You know, I've I still have yet to do this one. I I love this workout. 
it's brutal. Yeah. But I, I really do like it. So it's like it. 21, 15, 9, 6, 3 of strict handstand push-ups, front squats at 195 and 125, and then bar facing burpees. Oh, man. And this one, it's hot. It's not high, high volume based off the programming and analysis that the level two dishes out. But for the difficulty of the reps, like every rep you had to work for, a strict handstand push-up requires a lot of effort. A front squat at that weight requires a lot of effort. And then bar facing burpees require time. Like these were high, I want to say calorically dense <laughs> movements, <laughs> right? They, they were diff very difficult. So this, is, I think, is a very high volume, challenging event. But it, I mean, this is good. This is a good triplet. It's so good. It was, it was unreal to me the number of athletes that failed out on strict handstand push And I don't mean couldn't get one. Like, they got hung up, stuck, done. I mean, Matt Chan. I saw um, that dude end up on yeah. his head so many times. Could not push off his head and just crumble to the uh, ground. Uh, Nick Urenko. Over and over. Dude, these guys Remember are that? beasts. Hand, and handstand push-up beasts. Yes. So that's that's what was so interesting. The front squats, the, the volume was high enough and the weight was heavy enough that it, like, you use those big muscles mm -hmm. to Shoulders. Just draw all of the oxygen out of your blood. And then you're doing your burpees and you're, gonna, you're doing your burpees fast. Yep. You know, or like you're trying to, you're, you're, I mean, you're thinking, okay, don't go too fast because I know I got to go to the handstand pushups right after this. But you're, so you're trying to kind of recover yourself, but you bled so much of your oxygen out of your body. And then you get to the handstand pushups, which you just did pushing. Your arms were held in that weird position for the front squats. Your big muscles were using all the oxygen. Then you get to the wall and you have to push using just your shoulders only. Not right. a big muscle. I mean, granted, unless you're like Nick Urenka or something like that that's got these bowling balls on his <sighs> next to his head. But, I mean, still, generally speaking, that compared to all the other muscles, it's just they're smaller muscles. And you don't have the oxygen in there to keep those things going. And they just gassed out. It yeah. was amazing. Amazing. The person who was super fun to watch doing this was Josh Bridges. Oh, yeah. So fast. I mean, he's good at handstand push-ups. We've seen him like in the push pool and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. He's super fast at it. He's great at burpees. Uh, he's got a great work capacity. And the weight was, I mean, he's strong. You wouldn't you wouldn't think of him as like as like a strength athlete, but the yeah. guy, his his big thing has always been I'll take 80% and I'll rep it out right. all day long. Yeah. And he did. Like I, I don't remember him breaking any of those sets of front squats. And that was kind That's of one insane. of the things that you were going to have one of the better times. And it's over to, body weight. You had to do that. You had to go unbroken in those. Yeah. Which hurt really bad. You're right. So this, I, I really like this is one of my all time favorite events in, in regionals. It is. And I think it's funny. I've never done it because, well, hands and strict. It wasn't really my game. I'm terrible at front squats. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I can't front squat, bro. I have no upper thoracic strength and stability. It's why I can't deadlift. I can't front squat and cleans are like the worst of both. But <laughs> <Crazy>. all <laughs> overhead squatch and snatch all day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're right. This was 
this was a great triplet. And, you know, it's it's two gymnastic movements. It's a lot of upper body endurance, strength, and stability. But that's oh, yeah. the test, right? And it's not like one-sided into that, but like you had to have you had to have all your bases and boxes checked here. Yeah. The, the volume of handstand push-ups, 54 strict. We had, what is the, we had 45 kipping in 2012. Did we have any handstand push-ups? Oh, yeah, we had 50 kipping. Yeah. Yeah. 50 kipping. So we had 45 kipping, 50 kipping, 54 strict. Boom. Right? And we're like, oh, no. <laughs> Dude. 54, and then you're right, the front rack position, just sitting there with that weight and squatting and your core, that's going to take away from your strict handstand push-ups. The burpees over the bar, the pressing up the floor, the bending at the midline, that's going to take away from your handstand push-ups and your front squats. It was. I mean, you're right. This was good. I'd be curious to one. see this one in event six how people placed in those two respectively, and then how they placed overall on the leaderboard at the end of the weekend. We'll get to event six in a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's always like an event um, where it's not exact, but it it's very close to almost predicting who's going to be there at the end of the weekend. And you know what I think is, oddly enough, that Jackie was one of those back in 2013. So I read. I think so? Yeah. Well, not I think so. I think there was like some, I think Brian had talked about it. Brian Friend. Jackie was like a really weird, like. Predictor. Predictor of what the leaderboard would look like at the end of the weekend. Um, okay. So we have high volume, strict gymnastics, high volume, moderate to heavy front squats, 195 and 125. Bar facing burpees, which is a gymnastics movement, but the way you can cycle burpees, it's almost considered like a monostructural like gymnastic movement, kind of yeah. like double unders are considered a cyclical monostructural movement. Um, 195 and 125. So you, you added 20 pounds on the men from the previous event. You added 10 for the women. So I see where their numbers are coming from, yet it's been 185 and 125 for the last few years, and now we added <laughs> weight and didn't add weight. So there's, you know, we're still figuring that out, um, but you're right. This is just a good, this is just a good work, good workout. Yeah. Top to bottom. I really did like this. It, funny how we look at the two different between event three and event four. But, uh, all right, so that is just about the halfway point of the weekend. This is the first event on Saturday. Before we get to the second half of Saturday, Bill, we have a programmatron of the week. Programmatron. And this guy, Ben Vanderpoel. That's right. Where would you guess that he's from? A Vanderpoel. <laughs> Chicago? Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Upper West Side. <laughs> no, Ben is from, oh gosh, I don't want to say the city. Zotmerer? Nah, that is so wrong. Holland. We'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a big boy. Dude's 39, <laughs> so we're about the same age. Got a uh, Julianne is 12 and Elise is 10, so two kiddos. He's 6'6", 240. That sounds like a pretty, like, Dang. Holland. That's, that's like your average Holland-style <laughs> male, right? Those guys are huge. Their wow. women are huge, too. That's just big. some, yeah, that's some just good, good breeding right there. I've uh, been doing CrossFit for seven years. 
Before CrossFit, I was running for three years, half marathons, but a bad foot injury kept me from training, which I think, you know, at that size, that, that's bound right, to happen. All right, Clydesdale. Yeah. Uh, friends say go to CrossFit, but I told them those bare-chested guys, that's not for me. <laughs> Finally, I went to my first wad, and it was Angie, not the workout you would want as a big boy. <laughs> I was surprised he stuck around. Uh, finished dead, laugh, uh, dead last, but everyone was cheering me on. Uh, when I was done, I thanked everyone, got in my car, turned the corner, and then stopped the puke. <laughs> and, of course, went back the next day. Uh, since then, I have been a coach for six years, have had an affiliate since December of 2020. Oh, dang. Hey. Wow. And then uh, I train and coach now at CrossFit 2712, where he first started. So he had his affiliate up until 2020 in December, and then went back to his roots at tw uh, CrossFit 2712. 12. But uh, Ben, thanks for being a Patreon of the show. If you guys want a free month of programming, we select you every single week. If you guys go to patreon.com forward slash get with the programming, you get exclusive content audio. We're meeting with our shirt guy this week. So some merchandise is coming down the works, but you guys get in the running for a weekly drawing for a full month of programming from Bill and I, as well as a free workout of the week. We also provide daily programming for our Programmatron Plus course, and right now Bill is running that show as we post those workouts every single day. No rest days. No rest days. Workout a day. That's Just right. to fit your busy schedule. So, we, I mean, we already have almost 60, 70-plus workouts already loaded on our patreon page so if you guys want to up your membership from six to 20 for 20 bucks a month you get everything that we currently offer for you as a patreon of the show as well as daily programming from bill and i so ben thank you for being a programmatron we appreciate yeah, the support man and good luck with everything in the future uh he says he loves wall balls and rowing shocker no way no, no way. way really who knew <laughs> who knew <laughs> But uh, thanks, Ben, and uh, we appreciate you supporting the show. All right, Bill. We have come to event number five. Wait, I, I, there was there an event number five? Event I don't remember that one. number five. Event sure. number five. After Maybe coming off a nasty little, <laughs> a little triplet, 10 rounds, one legless rope climb, 15 feet, and a 200-foot sprint, really the... It got longer because you moved to chess piece, but we'll just say 200 on average, so down and back of the competition floor. And just all go red, oh. just right to the edge of your red line in a movement that we have not done at the right. regional level, being legless. Um, we had legless at the games prior to this, and it was the same volume. It was 10 total. Because it was a four, three, two, one, and so this was one of those movements that made its way from the tennis stadium floor to the regional level floor, but it was this thing, like the handstand walk, wrecked people's weekends left and right, and wrecked, wrecked people. Uh, is it more personal to you? <laughs> <laughs> wrecked yes, your knee. I accidents do happen um going to the event itself I, I what i thought was interesting and this really showcases it this weekend is we get these gymnastic movements that you have a high fail potential and i yes, don't mean fail yes, like, yes, some, yes, like yes. something catastrophic is going to happen i mean it can obviously but 
um, fail in the fact that like you can only go so far, and then once you hit your th- once you hit your threshold, like it's done. Yeah, it all stops, and you have no choice other than just to sit there and stare at either the wall or the floor, or in this case, the rope. And <laughs> I, I mean, it was it was a. I, I really think for how simple it is on paper, it was. Super fun to watch, mm-hmm. super fun to do, and super calculating to do because you had to balance how hard am I going to push and how fast do I get up that rope? How hard? I mean, like, this is where, like, Easy Muhammad, I mean, where he kind of came out of the gate where he's t- taking these massive jumps into the air up onto the rope and barely pulling the rope at all to get up to the top. I mean, super fast. Um, the downside of this was they didn't really have a how you needed to come down. It was just your feet had to not touch the rope on the way up yep. before you touch the beam. Oh, yeah. Then yeah, whatever yeah. on the way down. So <laughs> I remember there was a large group of us in the back. And the way you warmed up for this was trying to figure out how to either speed rope mm-hmm. or free fall. I mean, they just basically said, come down at your own. Yeah. They had, they had dolomer mats. Totally. But that's like two, three inches of padding. But yeah. it's not like it's not like a crash pad <laughs> no, that no. people used as a crash pad. I mean, people were airdropping from 15 feet. Yeah. They were airdropping from 15 feet. Um, yeah, this is the one I blew my knee out on. Yeah. <laughs> so you, what, what, uh, what round were you on? I think it was, uh, it was three to four. Did you I finish? I done with the third one. I think it was just got done with the third one. Yeah. And I'm coming back and I'm like, okay, I feel pretty good. Let's pick up the tempo. So I'm coming down off the rope. And I, I would say I, I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I was airdropping. I felt like I, I mean my hands are still on the rope. In my mind, I was still speed roping down. Mm-hmm. But what happened was is that Dolomer mat, when my feet, so on the way down, what I would kind of do is I would pinch the rope with my thighs a little bit mm-hmm. so my knees are in my feet are out if you can kind of picture that yes so oh, then yeah, when yeah, i okay. when i landed and i went to go turn to run my foot got stuck in the mat so oh, my my foot didn't pivot no my foot stayed right where it was and so my body turned and my knee just went and oh. I, just, boom, I just dropped straight <laughs> why to do you ground? have to make like, the sound <laughs> oh man well and it was really weird because it was so loud but i could feel that right through my body i was like oh. ooh. And I was thinking, my initial thought was, oh, man, my knee popped out. That was weird. Let me just get up. I'll shake back in, and it'll it'll pop back in, into place. Oh, stop. I stood up, <laughs> and I shook my leg and went to step and went. Stop. And dropped right to the ground oh, again. And I was like, oh, no. Oh. Dude, what the heck is that? And I'm trying to – I I was so shocked. I was trying to figure it out, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And then I'm like – Did it hurt? Damn it. Uh, not really. I mean, the adrenaline was pumping, so it didn't yeah. hurt. It was more just shocking. Like, what and the hell then, was that? Uh, huh? Like, what the hell was that? Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't tell what happened other than the fact that, like, my leg is not doing what it's supposed, what oh, I need it to do right now. So man. then I'm like, I'm trying to hold it. I'm like, okay, why? It feels like it's out. Why is it out? It shouldn't be out. I didn't do anything. So I kind of get back up again, and then um, the the medical people are coming over, and they're like, "Do you need medical attention?" And I'm this, I'm kind of pushing them out of the way, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't even know, like I don't, <laughs> I can't tell what's happening yet. Yeah. So 
I'm still trying to trying to assess what's happening. And I'm, I'm getting to where I'm up on my feet mm-hmm. and I'm doing this like heavy duty shuffle limping kind of thing. And I'm like, okay, all right. Uh, I can kind of do that. And I, all right, let me kind of get a little gate going here. And all of a sudden I'm like, okay, all right, maybe I can kind of get a run going here. Maybe it was just, I don't know. Maybe it just twisted and came back in, yeah. whatever. I went to the chest piece to set it and turn. And when I did that turn, it was the same thing. And all of a sudden I felt it get uh, out. I'm like, Whoa, shit. Uh, and it was like, okay, that's the gig. Yeah. And I'm like, well, do I stop? Right. I'm like, man, I, I got a lot. There's lots of time left. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep on going. So I just did this weird limp thing. Dang dude. Limp through the whole deal. I couldn't jump on the rope anymore. Couldn't oh, jump. Yeah. Up. I had to do it from standing. So like it was a couple extra pulls on everyone. Cause I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. leap up and I couldn't come down and land. I had to like lower myself and plant myself kind of shimmy my body around and then, you know, do my little hop, skip and jump thing. But yeah, finished it. with, <laughs> And then, so the doctors came out. It was so funny. Doc Ira, he comes out and he grabs my leg. They, the way they check your ACL is to have you sit down. You kind of bend your knee up. Yeah. Um, and they grab your shin and they try to push back and forth on your shin oh. to see he moves and he just goes, slunk, 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 slunk. <laughs> he just started so slapping. He's like, yeah, that's gone. And I'm like, ah, uh, shit. Like, dang dude. <laughs> like where's your bedside manner <laughs> and you're done. So that was it. Yeah. So that, that was my, that was my last event on the regional floor, basically in the open division category whoa that put me out that put me yeah, out that yeah. year you know it's weird now i got to finish my weekend yeah but my event five the deadlift box jump workout is the one that r- wrecked me like i i i hurt myself pretty good yeah wrecked me i got last and last in the last two events but my event five <laughs> it was, was the last one <laughs> you event five. for me too yeah dang just the year prior Dang. So it's really funny because I have a I have a story about um, event six. So here I okay. am, event five, and you know I I wasn't doing it to try to be like oh try to be a cool guy. I just wanted to finish. I, as yeah. an athlete, as a competitor, you just want to finish. Right. Um. It was really cool. I mean, the crowd was awesome. They're cheering me on as I'm finishing. Kiki uh, was it was yelling it out. You know, yeah. got everyone rallied behind me. Thank God I was not like the last person. To where <laughs> it was. In fact, I was able to go like when I finished, there were still athletes. And this is what I talked about, like the, the epic fail that like they went so fast in the beginning. Yeah. Or did too many, too many warm up reps in the back. Mm-hmm. Oh, that they were smoked by the time they got out here. The nervous where, practice like, they reps. Finishing. Yeah, they weren't finishing. So I was a, like I was able to come over and help coach some guys that still had to finish. <laughs> As the broken old guy. Listen, so. you can do this. You have two functioning ACLs. <laughs> if I can do it. Um, oh, but yeah, I, I, you know, and even, even with all that, I, I, I really liked the event. I, yeah. I thought it was a very cool programmed event. It, yeah. it, it, it did. There was a line. And if you made it, yeah. if you were able to stay on one side of the line, you did, you did well. And if you didn't like there were epic fails. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. It was, it was interesting. We isolated a yeah. gymnastics test in event number two. 
this is an isolated gymnastics yeah. test in event five, regardless of the runs, right? That was totally. irrelevant, right? No, totally. But there's still two different gymnastics tests, right? The handstand walk was skill, not strength. Yeah. Some stability, but it was more skill-based. The legless totally. was very strength and endurance-based and oh, a man. pull. If you didn't have the capacity. Yeah. Like some people just didn't have the strength to do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so some people will look at this and say, oh, there's two. What's funny is that they'll look at this like, oh, there's two gymnastics tests. Oh, it's just gymnastics. What the oh, hell? Gymnastics. Like, but if there's two weightlifting tests, nobody would say shit except me. <laughs> right? <laughs> people, this is a dumb weightlifting competition. Yeah. I thought we were doing CrossFit. And I find it so I'm hypocritical. It's, mm-hmm, funny at the very least is that. Nobody complains when they just like isolate a barbell movement. Nobody. Nah. They're like, oh, this is great, especially in the open. Don't get me started on that. But like, if you isolate a gymnastic one, people lose their mind. Or a monostructural one, people lose their mind. Like, if, if this was just a, a 5K row, like, what is this? This is such crap. Like, you didn't say shit in event number one. It's the same thing, right? Right. And so it's just really funny how people, their bias are a full display when they're actually like complaining to make a point. And they're like, no, no, you're not listening to yourself talk when you say these things. And yeah, we have two gymnastic tests, but they're two different tests completely. Right. So it's, totally. it's yeah. not all the same. Right. And, and just like, uh, you know, we see a max lift, but like a heavy deadlift. Yeah, it was a really heavy event, but it was it wasn't the same thing, right? So we've yeah. seen that in years past. So, just throwing that out there. Um, yeah. Interesting about this one: how many superstar athletes in the sport were basically forged from failed rope climbs? Think about that. Oh, you're talking like Katrin? Katrin. So this is the one that kept Katrin out. Yeah. Right? Rich Froning. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Matt okay, Fraser. Yeah. Matt Fraser. Yeah. Uh- Totally. Right. Now it was the totally. pig that messed him up, but he failed out on rope climbs, and that ended his basically that just that was the decline of Fraser in 2015. No, 20 yeah, yeah 2015. Yeah, that's three of our best athletes in the sport that were basically like created from massive, full displayed failure from a rope climb. I find that interesting. It is because there were some other athletes that made this look so damn easy. Elijah Muhammad. Elijah Muhammad. That was that was his probably. Yeah, but like easy, like this was probably his. Danny Sedell. Danny Sedell. Sedell on this one. Then I remember post interview about time we're doing some CrossFit. I'm like, what are you talking about? Finally, we get a CrossFit event. Finally, get a CrossFit event. I was like, we just did two triplets that had like every component you could possibly put in there. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, that man. was good. But look, I like the test. <laughs> I like what you said about uh, failure, right? You, you have to go right to that line. You have to. There's no yep. choice, right? I feel like um, Friday morning was high pressure, high stakes stress. Saturday was ultimate to the line failure stress because you, the yeah. handstand push-ups, just that, like the that, legless rope climbs. That realm, that that area that you have between making it or not making it is 
so small, mm -hmm. so small. I mean, like with the handstand push-ups, if you did one more handstand push-up attempt than you should have, then the rest of your event is done. Yeah. Because you are now playing recovery. You're now playing. Now you have but to you wait <laughs> to recover for the one that you just missed yeah. to be able to get on there. Now your head, like it's done. If you hit, if you fail on either of these two events on one movement done, you are screwed. Yeah. Like you're not in the race anymore. That was, you're, that racing, was, uh, just, you're, you're racing just to hold on. Yeah, you're right. I thought it was cool. High stakes failure. Yeah, that's really cool. There's there. Yeah, that was neat. All right. So that does, that concludes Saturday. So we are five events in, then we come to Sunday. And here's what we start things off is a massive chipper. And I believe this year, very few, as we've seen in year, years past, people finished this event. Yeah. I think one of the only ones is like Brent Fikowski. <laughs> well, and it was, well, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 50 Cal Row. 50 box jump overs at 24 and 18. And that's when they use those like big soft rogue block boxes. Yeah. 50 deadlifts at 180 and 120. 50 wall ball shots 20 and 14 to the same target. 50 ring dips. 50 wall ball shots. 50 deadlifts. 50 box jump overs. 50 cal row with a very tight, <laughs> very tight time cap of 21 minutes. And I think it was a maybe a handful, a handful of people finish this around the world yeah the one thing that was cool is that we've never seen since what was it we saw well no we saw this in 2012 ring dips yeah when we had the power clean elizabeth version we had the yeah. three girl finale and I feel like everybody saw like Dave saw that and go okay well we're gonna have to create a standard for the ring dips because that <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't really what we're looking for. And what they did, and to their credit, right? Because like, okay, how do you judge a ring dip? It's, oh, you yeah. can do it, but it's hard. And at, at yeah. the pace people were going in 2012, it was damn near impossible. You're like, let's just count. Like, <laughs> what are we going to do? They're going too fast, right? They're doing Elizabeth, which is usually like a six to seven minute workout in two and a half minutes, right? But you put this in the middle, and then they measured everybody prior to re prior to the weekend right did they was it the morning of or like the in ch at check in uh or like the night I, before like I you guys got measured the night before yeah what so what was what was the standard which they used and how did they measure it for you so they well i didn't get to do it i saw them do it because i was getting my knee work oh, yeah. but um what they would do is they'd have you uh lock out on the rings so your, your arms are totally up and like they, would, they would set up a strap across your back. So uh, they would look at where your scapula were and then they would basically attach that up. So they would have the distance, they'd mark down what that distance was. So when you came out to your lane, they would attach that strap to the back yeah. of the strap. So you would be doing your dips and you had to get, so what the judge now was looking for was, did your back hit the strap? So that's how they're ensuring that the arms are getting locked out and then you're all the way down. So I thought that was I thought that was pretty interesting. I liked know? it a lot. It's a great it's a great standard. It makes it easy for the judge. Yes. Sure it takes a little bit of time um to get it set up but not much. I mean like they they knew where they needed to go and they just velcroed those things on there and boom, done. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was great. I did too. I thought that was a you know, ring dips, again, we, we haven't had those at regionals. We had it at the yeah. games, and now it's made its way into regionals. 
And it was a good standard because like, okay, how are we going to judge this? How is lockout? And they, they learned and they added. And I thought that was really cool. I really like what they did. And look, this is just another, it's a hundreds chipper, but split yeah. into fifties, right? Cause it was a hundred total cow row, hundred box yeah. chip overs, 100 deadlifts, 100 wall balls. And then those 50 ring dips in the middle and those ring dips threw people for a loop. But when they came back for the second round of wall balls, I feel like people were really thrown off after that. Oh, totally. It was really interesting watching how people people decided to break the ring dips up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think all the athletes that were there knew they could do a big chunk if they like if they had to go, they could blast out 20. Right. But was that the right call to do? <laughs> I mean, we saw some we saw there was a handful of athletes um, and I'm blanking on one of the names. I think it was in the. Uh, uh, um, I know Stacy Tovar did singles. Right. That's what I mean. And he was the guy that I'm thinking of was in her division. In oh, her uh, well, this and is he the broke North up sets, like Central. Sets of five. Yeah. Sets of five. And that was on the guy's side. You're thinking like it was interesting to see that because most people wouldn't do that. And he also did the same thing on the wall balls going into yeah, uh, he only did like sets right. of five or sets of ten yes. on the. I want to say his last name was Fry. I can't remember. Ah, it's killing me. Mm. Uh, anyway, sorry if I forgot your name, but yeah. you crushed it, and it was amazing watching how he broke it up way early, and that was, I think, uh, the beginning of of how to pace events like this. Like we started, we saw earlier with which Froney when he was doing in the hundreds how he would break it up. Yeah. Which made people go, oh, I can do that with other things. Right. And I could do it with wall balls. And I can do it. I mean, it's only, it's only 50 wall balls with the 20 pounds. Like, I can do Karen all day long. Yeah. But do you need to do Karen in this event? Right. right. Like, do 10 reps, drop it for a count of five. Pick it up, you're going. Drop it for a count of, like, then that red line, you're never at that red line. And you can just keep on going. Yeah. And just like every, every one of these uh, long chipper style events it's the second half of the race mm -hmm. where the winner comes out you you don't you don't get any extra points for winning the first two movements <laughs> no no nothing yeah. and yet people will try to do that you're right and i think um i mean this literally revolved around the ring dips because it's the ring dips is the center piece of this but it it did all centered around that because like you said it's like yeah you could rip off 20 but you still have 30 more to go yeah. Keep in mind is the wall balls are kind of take away from your ring dips. Totally. Right. The wall ball any. really is a push overhead. And even the receiving of the ball messes with your, your shoulder. It's really, and it's funny is that the muscle group you use for a wall ball is actually the same you use for the dip. It'd be different if it was like handstand pushups or, or some type of like burpee, but. Well, and you couldn't even make it. I mean, it's a light wall ball, so you couldn't even. You can't go, oh, well, I'll, I'll use more of my hips and legs on this one because you just did 50 calorie row, 50 box jump overs and 50 deadlifts. So your whole lower half has been blown. So now you're yeah. forced to have to use your shoulders more. So you're going to stand up and then you're going to be pushing the ball. Yeah. So great. Go ahead and push that. And then you're going to push the ring dips. Oh, and then you got to come back and push to the ball again, which now you've blown out your arms. So now you're just a big old floppy mess trying to get your way, you know, yeah. get yourself back through that. I was like, oh, why would you break up wall balls to fives and tens? Because I think Fikowski did this. You're like, because yeah. the ring dips. Everyone's trying to get to the ring dips as fast as they can because that's going to take the longest. You're like, no, 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 that's not how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
You want to get there as easy and as quickly as you can with as yep. le least effort as possible. Yep. Navigate your way through that, and then you start grinding. Yeah. Right? And so that was a. Uh, this this was good. You got the, you know the put like leg drive pull with the row. Then you have the extension jump with the box jump overs, and then you need the same type of movement pattern for the deadlift, and then both of those take away from wall ball shots, which interferes with the ring dips. And, like, there was such great, like, back-and-forth interference yeah. where there really wasn't one thing that was too much than the other. And I I loved – what I like different about this than, like, the 100 setup was because it was only 50 and you would make the switch at 50 – you weren't just slugging through it like you were on the hundreds. The hundreds were, all right, man, saddle up. Yeah. Because you're in it. Whereas this one, it's like, okay, a couple more. I'm halfway through. I'm almost done. It's only 25 more to go. Right, right. And so the the race, it, it looked better just viewing-wise. Oh, it looks so people cool. people were actual racing. We're actually racing. Right. You know, you'd see a little bot. You'd see the bottleneck, the bottlenecking and the – um the story really start to unfold at the ring dips. Right. Like that's where you would start to see where people would get lost in the hundreds. You'd be like, ah, oh, he's at 68, whatever the yeah, hell that cool. means. It's, it's like, <laughs> I can't even tell yeah. what, that, what that looks like. But here it's like you get to that one piece and everyone can focus on that. And then it's like, okay, now again, they're able to race and you can see the race and visualize mm -hmm. the race. And when you're in it, you can feel the race Yeah. because you know, you only have, like, if you get to 20 left, like it's only 20, like, and that doesn't, doesn't take that long. So it, it, I, I love the way it was set up um, even more than the other chippers that we've had. I think that I really like this one. I think this up, up to this point, I, I really liked the double under handstand push up overhead chipper. Yeah. But as far as, this might be my favorite one so far. I agree. I yeah. agree. Balance, execution, visually. I, and I mean, we'll, we'll touch on this in a, in a bit, but I thought it was great. Really great chipper. You got a lot of, a, a lot of everything, but it wasn't like we've seen in the past. It was like, I do this that we haven't done. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to murder it you. It wasn't Here a it kitchen is. sink chipper style deal. Right, right. All right, so we go from the just long high volume not high skill save for the no. ring dip so that was just strength that wasn't a high it's not a high skill movement right to event seven and for the first time we have a all go pedal to the floor high intensity show stopping finish that when you read on paper you're like that's it you're like oh oh wait and we have <laughs> 64 pull-ups, just chin over bar, eight over at squats at 205 and 135. And you couldn't have two different workouts to end the weekend. But as far as excitement and what we've seen since 11, 12, and 13, this is what really kicked off what would be a string of finales that were just like, all go races towards the end. And again, the pressure that is mounted on this very simple couplet, you really want to do, like, you only really want to have one break on those pull-ups. You're racing. Yeah. It's fast. 
I mean, the 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 little guys, the light guys, they are gonna be motoring through that. Yep. But you have so if you're a bigger guy, you gotta hold on for dear life to be <laughs> you know, to be able to get to the overhead squats to yeah. lock in. And depending how hard you went on those pull ups. Mm -hmm. Are you going to snatch the bar up for the overhead? Do you have the whole <laughs> right capacity and the grip capacity to be able to do that? Are you going to be able to support it after all of that pressing that you just did in the event before that to, to get it up overhead? And once you get it up overhead, are you going to rush right into it? Like the, the, that's what I see. I mean, like I, yes, there's obviously a lot of gymnastics here, but the mental, the mental test of this particular regional mm -hmm. is hasn't, was, yeah, it was yeah. not the case in any of the other ones in yeah. any of the different cases like you have to live and die by your strategy because if you mess up one time you're off the board yeah you're right the whole like, time high stress man high stress except for event three but everything mess, else right <laughs> you mess up one overhead squat you're done done it's over done you take one extra break on the pull-ups You've lost 15 seconds. That cannot be made up if the guy next to you holds onto minimum, the barbell. Minimum, minimum yeah. 15 seconds. You're right, And man. in 15 seconds on a pull-up, like, that's that's five, eight pull-ups right there. Right. Well, but really, if you're that, that's 10. 10, 10 to 12. Like, yeah, you can cycle a chin over bar. You can cycle a pull-up a second. Easy. Yep. Easy. Yep. One, two, three. Easy. Maybe Easy. faster. And, it, dude, you're right. It was... It's so simple on paper, 64 and eight. You're like, okay, whatever. But like, no, no, no. The, the intricacies of this, it's event seven. It's not event one. Think of all of what they've done up into this point. Think about what they just did. If it was yep. what they just did alone, not to mention the five events previous to this with everything on the line and no room for error. None. But none. Mines everywhere. Dude. Everywhere. And you had to be, you had to be, you had to be, you had to be a, the best of both. Because the little dude could go 64 in a row and get buried with 205. 135, yeah. not so much. But still, not light for, yeah. for the women, right? Or you could be the big guy and be like, I, I can't do this unbroken. I'm going to have to take like two or three breaks. But if I can just get to that bar, I'm, I'm going to, Eat that bar alive. Yeah. And you have the best crossfitter there who's like, I go unbroken, snatch that, walk across the finish line, wave to the fans. And that's what <laughs> it is, right? And that's what the test is supposed to be. And who knows? Yep. And who knew you could do that with 64 pulls and eight overhead squats? I know. It's just, and it's and, so and simple. Again, it's so. It's just, and this is something that Dave has always been really good at doing. It's just out of the reach of what you can do. All the athletes that are there could do 50 pull-ups, all of them. All the athletes can snatch that, could get that up overhead and do eight overhead squats. Yeah, easy. But can you squeeze out another 14 pull-ups? Right. At race speed and race intensity to quickly get the bar over your head quickly drop down and still being able to keep your midline stability to be able to hold that thing without getting the speed wobbles and drop it. Mm -hmm. Can you like in it? It's so good. It's so like the, this, this, I think, I mean, up to this point, I think is the best final because of all the things that are 
attached yeah. to it. And and that's what's you're right. And that's a great way to put it because think of think of the crap we had in 2012. <laughs> right? This three-rounder of this couplet and this three-rounder of this couplet and then you carry this and you do that and then you come back and three muscle-ups and like that was it. But like then you look at 64 pull-ups, eight overhead squats, 205 and 135. And this was light years of a better test and finale than that hodgepodge kitchen sink totally S show than 2012 totally. was. I mean, they always say, you know, um, the whole like sim- simplicity, mm-hmm. you know, efficiency. Yeah. And this was definitely that. And I mean, it was literally, if you want to go to the games, <laughs> ready, set, go. Right. Like it, there wasn't anything like technical. It was just like who, I mean, the, you're talking about who wants it. Yeah. Who wants it? Cause here it is. Yeah. It's like, just go ready, go. And, and I get like D- Dave numbers, like, okay, eight, it's the square root of 64 or whatever. And right, right, think, right. but 64, that's like if it was fifty, just enough, man. If it was fifty, completely different event. Everyone's going unbroken, totally. With without and everyone knows t- that they can because they do that regularly. Right. Sixty-four. There are not many people like, that are going to go over fifty pull-ups right. in any training session for any reason. Yeah. It's like yeah, I got fifty pull-ups because that was kind of the thing. Is like, can you do fifty unbroken pull-ups? Like yeah, I got that. Totally. Yeah. Sixty-four. Like I don't know if I had fourteen more after that. That was really all I had. And yeah, now I, I have to go it. do now what? Right, eight <laughs> yeah. overhead squats, right? Over I body can weight, do sixty-four. But yeah, can I can I run to the bar right now? Uh, yeah. that I don't know. Should I take a break or should I not? How many times should I break? Do I snatch it? Yeah. No, I I clean and jerk overhead. Can I do eight in a row? Like it was. Do, what do I wear? <laughs> do I wear lifters? Yeah. No, yeah. And it, it was. Yeah, you're right. They're it too was, heavy for my pull-ups. Yeah, <laughs> and and so, so that's it. Seven events. We've come to the end of the weekend, and I really like what you said earlier, is that this was a very high stakes, high pressure, high elevated test of fitness, as well as test of really like gaming. Not gaming. Gaming almost like takes it away from like your fitness level, but just strategy and I don't know. It was very, very sporty. Yeah. It was a very sporty test of fitness this year. I, I mean, you could say every competition has high stakes because someone's going to make it in and someone's not going to make it in. There's always that. But yeah. I don't think that the the fail rate yes. where you were yes. talking about how how important each rep was. Because, again, just like on this one, if you fail a rep. Ask Brent Fikowski. You are out of the race. You're out of the running. You're not going to the game. Yep. If you failed on the on the Legos rope climb, you're out of that event. That just dropped you significantly down. If you were out on the handstand walks, i.e. Samantha Briggs, you're not going to the CrossFit games. Like what I mean, it came down to single reps, yeah. single events like that. The stakes were high and not just phys- on the physical side but on the mental side yeah because could, can you can you deal with the pressure of those high stakes as you're trying to, to compete and perform and and we hadn't i don't think it, it'd be very it would be very easy to say 
like I said, in any competition, you have that, but it wasn't the same. The weight wasn't the same. Right. Sure. The re the results would be the same. Like you wouldn't go to the games or you would go to the game, but not down to one rep like yeah, that. Right. Where yeah, it was all yeah. weighted on one rep and the importance of that one rep. I mean, or that one break or whatever. Think of and dude, look at look at what even the ring dip failure. Yes. Rope climbs failure. Right. Handstand pushups failure. failure. Pull ups or overhead squats failures. Uh, Pistol, missing a squat, no snatch. reps. Yep. All of these things could drastically stop you in your pursuit to try to get to the CrossFit Games. <laughs> Just off the top of my head, as you're saying that, think of all the high level, especially at the time, big name games athletes that got failed out of this year's regionals. Yeah. Hansen Walk, Sam Briggs, your 2013 CrossFit Games champion. Yeah. Falls on a handstand walk, done. I think the pistols buried Graham Holmberg. Totally. Uh, the event four, the strict handstand push-ups, Nick Urankar comes off the top of my head. Games yeah. athlete. Yeah. Uh, event five, Katrin Davis' daughter, Lindsay Valenzuela. Right. Lindsay Valenzuela just got second at the CrossFit Games. Second. <laughs> our first in our podium didn't make the games this year because of this year's failure-like programming. Uh, the ring dips yeah. crushed some people. So I can't I, off the top of my head. I can't remember, but like the overhead squats, like that also spit out Sam Briggs. You know, um, Brent Fakowski. Brent Fakowski was going yeah. to the CrossFit Games and then could not do his la his last, last overhead squat. Yeah. Yeah. Not the overhead squats. The eighth one. He failed like three times in a row, and he was crushing everyone. He missed that year by a point. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of those. We just, how many, how many, how many podium yeah. athletes did we just name from the CrossFit Games that failed out yeah. because of this year's programming? And, I, and it, that's how intense this year was. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Except for event three. Weird because I don't even see event three. <laughs> I really don't even see it. All right. So, end of the weekend, we look at uh, the overall view of we go through seven events and we look at some of the modalities and loads and time and schemes. And this year was a very high number of gymnastics movements Hands, and high skill, too, right? Handstand walks, ring muscle ups, strict handstand push ups. Legless rope climbs, ring dips, and then we had burpees and pull-ups in there as well. We had nine, nine different gymnastic movements. We only had five individual barbell movements. Hang squat snatched heavy. Hang power clean, light for 10, moderate. Front squats, moderate to heavy for 54 reps. Nothing in event five. In event six, deadless. Lightweight for that volume, but it was 100 reps. Wall balls, lightweight, 100 reps. Overhead squats, it was only eight, but it was heavy. But we only had five different barbell movements. And then two monostructural. It's like, oh, it's, it's heavy gymnastics. It's like, there were more gymnastic movements. And this was, yes, a very, I would say, high volume, high intensity, or high skill gymnastic year. But look, hang squat snatch, right? From the hang to a full squat, three reps as heavy as you can. Hang power cleans just above the knee, um, 
not off the floor, but above parallel. So two different movements, right? Front squats. Now you filled in the gaps, right? You got a heavy front rack, squats, high volume. Then you look at the deadlifts. Now we're just pulling off the floor for high volume. Then you got the wall balls, the full squat and the throw. And then you have the overhead squats, which is overhead for eight reps, but heavy. We had multiple different barbell movements, but they were so balanced. And the weights were so good at filling in the void or to match, except for event three, the difficulty of the gymnastics test that they were coupled with. Yeah. I thought it was very well balanced. We had one heavy day, two sub five minutes, two five to 10, one 11 to 20, one 20 plus. We had three low rep, two high, moderate, two high, two single, two couplet, two triplet, one chipper. I mean, there is three, uh, four push, three pull, one squat, one jump on like this year was very balanced. Yet yeah. still, there's still a gymnastic bias. There was more, but just like in 2012 and 2013, that was all heavy, right? That was heavier weights. It wasn't all biased to that, but there was a certain theme there where it was one way. But uh, yeah, that's just how it all shook out at the end of the weekend as far as the numbers and but uh, now it comes to what you thought of it, Bill. So our Element 26 thumb tape review. I guess it's me. I was going to say, is it me? I can't remember. Uh, I think you went first last time. Okay. So I will go first this time. I think 2013, let's see, I'm trying to remember what I did. It doesn't matter. It's, I'm focused on this year. I am going to give this a one and three quarters thumbs up. I thought... Great balance, good couplets between the barbell movements. There were more of an emphasis on high-skill gymnastics, which isn't a negative. It's just a matter of fact. Um, some of the failure things, some people could complain, like event two is like, oh, well, that wasn't a fitness test. It's like, well, yes, it was. <laughs> it's part of our 10 general physical skills as our definition of what fitness is. The only quarter that I leave off, because it's really hard to say something was perfect and dead on, event three, I think, was a, a misprogrammed event. Um, but overall, I think it's one of the best chippers we've had. The final was super exciting and oddly balanced. Event four was just a good, just nasty test of fitness. Um, I'd like to look back and – the leaderboard, we can't find the leaderboard. That's that's why we can't really look I know, back. No, they took them off. Thumbs I me know. out. And um, we'll try to find that. I'd be curious to see if what event really kind of like showcased or predicted what the, the top three would look like. But up to this point, I think this was their best one um, from 11, 12, and 13. I'll give it one and three quarters. Uh <clears throat> I really like everything that you said there. Um, it was fun to go back and look at this one uh, again. Like for me personally, it was how good it actually was, was kind of hidden because, you know, I was dealing with my knee being yeah. all blown up and stuff like that. So I, I didn't really have the chance to go back and really look at it until, you know, until recently. And regardless of the amount of complaining that everyone did about it's too gymnastic-y, 
I think one thing that's important is yes, there are gymnastic movements in it, but mm. it wasn't just a, you know, when you think, I think generally speaking, when you think muscle or gymnastics, you're thinking muscle ups, you know, like right. you're on a gymnastic type of equipment and the movements that we were using, there were a lot of body weight movements for sure. Like with the legless rope climb and the, you know, the strict handstand pushups, but they were, they were different gymnastic movements. And I think then, than what the normal crossfitter would consider doing gymnastics, you aren't mm-hmm. up on a rig doing gymnastic things all the time. Right. Um, the way that it was set up, I, I, the way it was set up, the way they put the events together, the way that the events were so heavily weighted on either making or breaking you yeah, um, as an athlete going in is something that we hadn't seen, not to this extent, not to this um, drastic setup. And I, I didn't even realize it was this much. The bar, huh? Yeah, I didn't even realize it was this much. Me, yeah, I this I mean, much I really like either. make or break. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I, I this is by far the best region that they've had to this point, yes. without a doubt. Oh yeah, uh, I would. It would be very. I can very easily say that to match your one and three quarter. I mean, I would sound stupid to say, okay, I'll go one and five eighths thumb. <laughs> right. But, um, um, it's like I'll me doing a grading one, scale of athletes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go the one and three quarter um, only only because of the um, the miss on NAS, on the the, ver- the version two nasty girls. Not that the idea wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, but just that the numbers weren't. They just they weren't as right as the other ones. And like I said, like I, this is the first region that I would have said, com, you know, completely take this event out. Cause you don't need it. I think that nasty girls version two, if it was done a little bit better would have been perfect. But even yes. with that in there, I don't say that it was a, um, like it didn't have a place. I the other, the other yeah. finals, I would have said, just take that fucking thing out. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Here, but I think it fits, you know. I don't think that we we didn't we didn't kitchen sink anything. No. Um the the hype was there, the skills were there, the weights were there. Um the standards I, I think were there. You know, we were getting better at doing some of the standards and stuff and taking some progress, making some progress that way. So I, I one and three quarter, a strong one and three quarter and a best region that has been put together up to this point by yeah. far. By far. By far. And yeah. You know, people are like, oh, there's too many gymnastics. And, and they're like, if, if you just said, look, it's nine versus five versus two on the monostructural, it's like, okay, let's let's take a step back. Three of these gymnastics movements, box jumps, burpees, and chin over bar pull-ups. Like, yeah. your most basic of gymnastics. So it, I mean, you ba- they barely qualify. And barely had too much. Yeah, right? <laughs> and so now you're looking at more of like a 6-5. But if we want to, they're also paired with something that works well with them. One rep hang squat snatch for three. If you miss, you're done. Coupled with a handstand walk distance. Those two, by the way they were scored and tested, parallel each other. Strict handstand push-ups, heavy, moderate, heavy front squats at that volume were a very good complement to each other. Yeah. Right? Uh, pff, wall ball shots with uh, box jump overs or light deadlifts with the, you know, the ring. Like there, there was a 
coupling. There is a balance there within the test. And then the pull-ups and the overhead squats, 64 versus, like there's a balance there. The where there wasn't, okay, legless rope climbs, yeah, it had its own thing, but that wasn't just skill-based gymnastics. It was strength-based gymnastics. So it's still a little bit different than, say, something that someone is just good at because they're a gymnast. Right? Like, you got to be strong, too. You couldn't fake a legless rope climb. No, uh, and uh, the, the know, only no one's going to say that Easy Muhammad is a gymnast. <laughs> right, exactly, right? You know? And so, and the only event that didn't really have a good balance was event three, but we've gone through that, right? And so yeah. that's where, you know, we have a quarter off of, but this wasn't kind of like what we said in the other two regions. Everyone who qualified didn't qualify because they were like the world's greatest gymnast. Right. Right? And so, yeah, some people missed because of the way these things are programming and scored, but they had every opportunity. Like it wasn't because a skill is like, no, you had a hole. You had a major hole and you got exposed. Not, oh, you just didn't have this little thing. It's like, no, you you can't do handstand walks. I'm sorry. I know you won the cross the games, but you can't even do those and your overhead squats crap. Right. Well, you know, and if you go back to the 2010 games, Dave came up to Rich when he couldn't get up the rope. He's like, I can't put you on the podium if you can't get up the rope. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's okay. right. He came If you watch the video, he comes over and he talks to him. And he's like, he says, I can't crown you the fittest man if you can't get up the rope. If you can't climb a rope. Yeah. Like, right. How's that? You're winning. And that's what you get told. In the middle of an event. <laughs> right <laughs> after you just fell <laughs> i just hey hey man my ankle's broken i don't care yeah i just exploded a chalk there. bucket with my back <laughs> yeah yeah i i think it would be uh, one of the things you could very you could easily devil's advocate this and say oh for sure you know I mean, <laughs> like well you shouldn't have a competition that like if you accidentally trip you're out you know, if you it. mess up on one thing that you're out, the stakes are like, now the stakes are too high for what you're trying to do because now Katrin's David's daughter didn't get in there because of this, or um, Brent Fikowski didn't get in here because of this, and they, they are good enough they should have been there. I, I will say this. One of the things, you know, when you look at fitness and what we are trying to crown, there are some elements in there that are really difficult to test. Yeah. Like accuracy mm -hmm. and we talk accuracy usually like when you're shooting something but accuracy is also being able to dial something in as you are yeah. making that target meaning do you know exactly how far you're supposed to be pushing on your legless rope climbs how ah, soon do you get up there ooh. how when do you come down off the handstand push-up or like when do you that. decide to take the break even though you're in a race because if i wait 10 more seconds that will actually save me 40 seconds from when I, if I just jump up, miss, have to rest from that one and then decide to get up there and go again. Mm -hmm. The, those elements that are, that you can't, that we don't test on paper with a shooting range or a bow and arrow or a basketball that we're trying to shoot a hoop or something like that, that I think I see the accuracy coming in that element there. Um, being able to utilize your body and hit the target physically rather than hit it uh literally yeah no that that, i like Go. that that makes sense cool. and you know one circle back around is like this isn't this isn't like brookwell stepping on a line to the crossfit games 
No. Right? It's like, okay, Sam didn't make it because she could not do handstand walks, right? But Katrin didn't make it because she couldn't do legless rope climbs. Like, she had didn't have the capacity for that high-volume gymnastics. Same with Lindsay Valenzuela. Nick Urenkar didn't make it because he focused too much on getting strong. And so he couldn't handle the capacity and the endurance of a strict handstand push-up event. And Fikowski didn't make it at the end because he wasn't strong enough to sustain that over. Like, none of them missed because of, like, unfair. Like, they all missed because of things that were holes in their game. And they paid for it because of the programming that it was. It wasn't, this isn't like a, like, scoring rule that screwed them out of it. There were major deficiencies in their game. And some reacted or, like... Or, yeah. Or, uh, uh, I mean, at this level, a deficiency is a major deficiency. Yeah, yeah. I mean, True, but know, it, it, it is, right? That's it. That's what it is. I mean, and think about what this regional did. Like, made Sam better and turned her into the machine that she is now. Think of all the failure stories we have of this regional alone. Totally. Sam Briggs. Now she's just competed at her cross... The 2021 CrossFit game still... Um, Katrin David's daughter. Absolute devastation on the legacy rope climbs and Brent Fikowski. Yeah. Those three, what happened in this regionals, look what it did for them. Huh? Yeah. Made them stay, made them actual, actual staples in the sport. It forced them for it forged them. Yeah. To fill those goals. For, those I goals. mean, think, think of the, the, we just said this in it, the, the best athletes, the best, right, in the sport, forged themselves through failure. Yeah. Through absolute ultimate fail. Tia Toomey, same thing. Yeah. She just happened to do it at the CrossFit Games twice, like Matt. Yeah. Now look at her. Crazy. Crazy. It's real. What a year. This was a good year. This is good. That was fun. This was a fun year to broadcast. The yep. races were so good. If you guys just want to see... The most exciting, one of the more exciting regionals ever from start to finish. Go watch the Central East region from 2014. Yeah. Just a bunch of pipe hitters swinging at each other. Rich Froning, Marcus Hendren, Graham Holmberg, Nick Urankar. Um, oh, uh, this is when, um, oh, I'm blank. Will Morad. Oh, right. That's Didn't he? Right. Right, Will Morad, Scott yeah. Pancheck, the Scott Pancheck, Rich Froning. Like, the, if you guys want to see one of the more exciting regionals, top to bottom, in the since 2011 up until even now, go to YouTube and go find all those videos and just yeah. watch, watch the men's race. It's probably so probably the most intense one I've seen in a long time. And you might hear some familiar voices on there. I'm just saying. Just, <laughs> just I mean, saying. I mean, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, that was fun. That was really fun. That was a good year. Yeah, that was fun. I like that. I hope you guys liked it, too. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the 2014 regionals. Maybe you didn't even know about this. Maybe you guys are new to CrossFit. You're like, what's regionals? I'm like, I feel sorry for you. Well, here it is. <laughs> a little trip down memory lane of what regionals used to be like. That was super fun. Me and both gave it one and three quarters thumbs up. Great programming, the best we've seen so far. A lot of classic moments, a lot of really like tide turning moments for a lot of athletes. Great events. 
Good times. God, that was good. Good times, bro. All right. Yeah. That'll do it for 2014. Up next, 2015. 2015. And you know what, Bill? I got some Programmatron episode ideas I'm going to send your way. Okay. Get one out there for our peeps over on Patreon who support us over there. Give you guys yeah. a little little extra content. So we'll, we'll the cool we'll, kids club. The cool kids club. But we'll uh, what was the? Oh, I had an idea of um, CrossFit's biggest competition controversies. I know there's a lot of C's. Like, well, I I mean this we've got the handstand walk and this one right here. Handstand walk. Uh, deadlift kettlebell swing um there's been some open things crossfit games no oh, reps talk, oh yeah are you talking a uh, uh, particular yeah 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 moments qualify like or just overall t- from open to games Ooh. top five biggest crossfit controversies games oh, crossfit games not like other bullshit <laughs> top five <laughs> games season controversies huh all right. I Open like regionals. I guess we could throw semifinals in there now. Ooh, I got one. I got a handful. I got one. I oh might not God. use this one. I may not. This is a team, a team programming from a off-season event. Ooh, that we may be invited to coming yeah. up shortly. Which I maybe we so. probably shouldn't throw that out there if we want to make sure we keep our invitation. <laughs> let's, let's, let's do that. Let's, I like that. Okay. Yeah, you, you do want to do that? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Top five CrossFit game season controversies. That'll be our newest Programmatron episode just for our supporters on Patreon. So for you guys, if you support us on Patreon, go to patreon.com, get with the programming, six bucks a month, and you get that. You mm. get that. You get free workout of the week. It's your week this week. I already have it ready to load up. We'll drop that Sweet. tomorrow. All right. Video included. And uh, yeah, that was good times, man. 2014, what a year. This has been fun. I haven't actually looked back at regional events once they've passed. I feel like we always look back at games events, but not regionals. This has been really I think, fun. I think regionals, I think because we were involved in a lot of them, yeah. we just kind of naturally felt attached to them. And so then like it was you, like, like straight the to the games. To go back and analyze? I was, yeah. I was in it. True, so true. I think about it. But, um, yeah, that's the, a good point. Like, I mean, like I said, like I, I didn't really realize how good this year was because I was thinking about my knee the whole time. That's true. Hobbling around on crutches. I was doing team, so I wasn't even focused on individual <laughs> events. Yeah. But, and usually I feel like we finish regionals and we're already thinking of the CrossFit Games. Like we don't look back. We're always looking forward to getting prepped for that. Yeah. So this has been fun. Yeah. I can't wait for 15, 16, 17, 18. Four more years of this. So many good ones. I love it. I love it. Well, I hope you guys love it too. When we look forward to giving our Programmatron episode a little bit later. But other than that, you guys have a great rest of your week. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Bye, everybody.